fans heard Alton Brown there just moments ago talking about his show live beyond the eats a holiday variant that will be at Juanita K next Wednesday you can win tickets by going to KSGF oh no no wait no we're doing a text one that's right text the name Alton to 417-447-5743 if it's successful you'll get a thing saying you're entered uh, I don't know if it has to be all lowercase. That's what it shows me. But um, you can try it both ways if you need uh, need be. And, and that contest will go through this week. So if you want a pair of passes to uh, see Alton Brown live in his show, Beyond the Eats, the holiday variant, text ALTON to 417-447-KSGF, the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Uh the the White House is being criticized for its very subdued response to China cracking down on freedom of speech, including video uh, of a brutal beating of a reporter for, I believe, the BBC. And it doesn't appear as if there's any criticism of this action, just this sort of standard statement of, hey, we support the right of people to protest peacefully. A statement from the White House National Security Council, which was shared with reporters, read, quote, we've long said everyone has the right to peacefully protest here in the United States and around the world. This includes in the PRC, People's Republic of China. The statement was released yesterday morning after critics pointed out that the White House was silent in this, in, in nothing, just quietly saying nothing, which, of course, says a lot, very loudly. During the White House press briefing Monday afternoon, National Security Council Coordinator for Strategic Communication, John Kirby's repeated a similar message, noting that the president supported the overreaching, uh, or, uh, yeah, overreaching right to peacefully protest, saying the president's not going to speak for protesters around the world. They're speaking for themselves. Wasn't well, that a great amount? Of, you, I mean, you can't even. Is this how much of a hold the communist Chinese have over this country? You can't even criticize them? You can't even say we support the protesters. Uh, I I mean, you can say, well, I mean, uh, they're doing a good job getting gassed and beaten and thrown in prison and everything. I mean, uh, they're doing a great job over there. You think about the extremely harsh rhetoric that the White House uses against Americans. yet won't even criticize, even in the softest language, the people who carry out human atrocities against human beings. Think about that for a moment. This is a White House that deemed tens of millions of Americans as semi-fascist. 
This is an administration that, that warned if you did not return them to power, it would be the destruction of democracy. There would be no more elections in the future. This is, this is a, a political party that prior to the election went out and made just absurd claims up to and including that if Republicans got in charge, they would kill your children. The party of abortion said that. This is a White House that claimed people who were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. What they did was worse than 9-11. So there isn't this aversion to criticize human beings. This isn't... Uh, an administration that is known for keeping rhetoric at a minimum. It's just reserved for Americans. It's reserved for Republicans. It's reserved for Trump supporters. It's reserved for anyone who does not fall in line with their political views. While at the same time, you have human beings. And by the way, this isn't in this isn't just something over in China where they're like, well, we're bored. It's not like college students here in the United States that are just looking for something to find meaning in, and so they come up with some form of protest. The COVID lockdowns there are so stark that and you may have seen this, there were people burned alive in their apartments because they're locked into their apartments and to make sure that they didn't leave. The government welded the exits shut. Which is why when this fire broke out, they could not escape. And so they are out in the streets saying enough is enough. And this administration that has no problem using the most vile descriptive language against half of this country doesn't want to say anything offensive to the communist Chinese government. The lack of, of, of criticism here once again speaks volumes that for whatever reason, and we've talked about it in the past and can talk about it in the future, this administration just takes a knee and bows before some of the worst dictators and dictatorships and most corrupt governments we have in this country. Whether it's fist bumping the Saudi, uh, the, the Saudi prince. Lifting sanctions on Venezuela. Reversing the promise to stop the Nord Stream pipeline. Working with the Iranians in order to try and equip them with nuclear weapons. Or standing silent and refusing to criticize the communist Chinese. For welding people into their apartments, resulting in their death, and then beating people in the streets, including journalists, who might protest or be covering the protest. Oh yeah, this is an administration really on the right side of history, aren't they? 
Jason Rima with the latest news update. Springfield City Council has agreed to rename the midfield terminal at the Springfield Branson National Airport, the Roy Blunt Terminal, in honor of his service to the state of Missouri. Senator Blunt helped secure federal funding to build that new terminal. A public ceremony will be held next month. A Missouri inmate convicted of ambushing and killing a St. Louis area police officer he blamed in the death of his younger brother is set to be executed today. Kevin Johnson's attorneys don't deny that he killed a police officer in 2005. In an appeal before the Missouri Supreme Court, they say he was sentenced to death in part because he's black. The U.S. Supreme Court declined a stay request last week. Governor Parson on Monday announced he would not grant clemency. The landmark trial over Arkansas's ban on gender-affirming care for children has resumed. A federal judge last year temporarily blocked that law, which also would have banned doctors from referring patients elsewhere for such care. And eight people died on Missouri roads over the Thanksgiving holiday, down from nine deaths a year ago. Two people drowned. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work wind advisory until 1. Otherwise sunny, high of 66, mostly clear, 24 for a low tonight, sunny 42 tomorrow and mostly sunny on Thursday with a high of 47. Uh, Twitter CEO Elon Musk signaled yesterday that he might be prepared to, quote, go to war with Apple after the company has largely stopped advertising on Twitter and has reportedly threatened to boot the social media platform from its app store. Now, this again is the authoritarian, totalitarian big tech. Because it's not so much about one instance in a vacuum, but it's about how it, whom it is that these people on the left side with, whom it is they support. Just like earlier talking about Biden, who has no problem clenching his fist, raising them in the air, while describing MAGA Republicans, but refuses to criticize the communist Chinese who have concentration camps, use slaves, and currently are are cracking down on free speech, which isn't anything new, but it's coming to a head because of uh, people protesting the, the, the deaths of these individuals that were welded by the government into their apartments so they didn't violate COVID vaccines, and then there was a fire, and they burned up to death. Let's just ignore that. You know, where's Michelle Obama with her hashtag signs and her pouty face? You, you, where's LeBron James, one of the biggest butt kissers of China, to come out and stand up for human rights? It becomes so clear how beholden these people are to the communist Chinese, whether it is for financial reasons, whether it's blackmail, or because, frankly, and I think perhaps most frighteningly, they agree with that perspective that there should be certain elite people in charge and they can do whatever they want to everyone else. And you've got Tim Cook, Apple CEO, that is helping the Chinese Communist government block Chinese citizens from communicating with one another to having certain access of information in order to help the Chinese government crack down on these people, while at the same time threatening to pull um, Twitter off of the App Store. You know, because that's over the line. 
So it's not about an individual. If it, it's one thing if Tim Cook is an individual that says, uh, yeah, I think that there's hate on Twitter and Elon Musk is hateful, and so I don't allow my, my products to in any way, shape, or form facilitate that th- sort of thing and is consistent about it. We're not going to allow it in China. We're not going to allow it in the Middle East. We're not going to allow it. The problem is he not only allows it in countries like China, he helps it. He facilitates it. He partners with them in the human atrocities. The left here in the United States is no different than what we see in communist China or anywhere else in the world. They are people who believe that they either because God granted them the power or for whatever narcissistic reason, believe that they should have authority over everyone else. And there needs to be no consistency. There's no freedom. There's no freedom of speech. There's a, they are the great deciders. They get to point as you come and kneel before them, raise the thumb up or raise the thumb down. And because so many of us, whether it is embedded in us culturally as Americans or as human beings. I know for some of us, it's uh, it's a Christian perspective. We can't fathom thinking that way. We can't fathom believing that we should be gods and make these decisions over who gets to live, who gets to die, who gets to express free speech, who doesn't, who gets to protest against government, who doesn't get to protest against government. We, we, we just, that that's beyond our belief in humanity, but there are people out there and, and the, the Bidens and the, the Tim Cooks and uh, the LeBron James and so many of these others, they're, they're different than we are. They believe that their superiority gives them this, this godlike authority to make those decisions. And when those people get power and decide to use it, humanity suffers. A traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, human beings in China that are speaking out against the Chinese Communist Party finding themselves without a key method of sharing information under China's censorship regime. This thanks to Tim Cook and Apple's decision to side with the Communist Chinese Party and limiting the ability of iPhone users to pass files from device to device, bypassing, which you know would allow them to bypass the, the Communist Chinese Party's censors and surveillance state. So, he, so Tim Cook, the virtue signaler, this is what pieces of trash people like Tim Cook are. They're trash. The audacity... To, to mull around the idea of not allowing Twitter in the app store because people like you might th- say things that he considers hate speech, but helps, coordinates with, conspires with the communist Chinese government to prevent protesters from sharing files with one another. 
As Yahoo Finance noted, Apple's decision for users in China mean that the country's most widespread show of public dissent in decades will have to manage without crucial communication tools because Apple restricted its use in China earlier this month. So in other words, this could be the difference as to whether or not this is a meaningful revolt in the name of human rights or whether or not the communist Chinese are going to be able to crack down on them once again. Killing God knows how many and enslaving Lord knows how many. And Apple is right there. From a technical standpoint, helping the communist Chinese do this. Now think about this juxtaposition. In the leftist world we live in, Tim Cook is supposed to be the great humanitarian while Elon Musk spreads hate and violence. Elon Musk utilizes his satellite uh, internet uh, uh, technology to help the Ukrainians protect themselves from a Russian invasion. Allows them to utilize this technology, which they have noted is what really turned things. I read an article months ago in which, you know, at one point it seemed imminent that Kiev was going to fall. And then there was this real turnaround. And there were a number of interviews with top military officials in Ukraine saying that it was at Starlink that did it, that it was Elon Musk who turned things around. So Elon Musk, the hate-filled danger to humanity is the one that that allows Ukrainians to utilize the technology in order to protect themselves, while Tim Cook of Apple is instead refusing to allow the citizens of China to use the technology and instead helping the communist Chinese. How is it that this comparison, that this stark difference in approach, is not being talked about on every network? The White House, the White House yesterday, furthering the rhetoric that they're keeping an eye on Elon Musk, that they're really, Biden himself has talked about Elon Musk is, oh, there's, he's somebody that's, he's a potential danger, got to keep an eye on him, who has arguably done more for the cause in Ukraine that the Biden administration is all for and promoting. But not a word about Tim Cook assisting the communist Chinese in their crackdown on freedom. Uh, this, is a, this is a Peter Ducey-style question. Not that it makes any difference, because we're dealing with people that have no souls, They have no morals. They have no ethics. And you combine that with the White House spokesperson's inability to even, at times, form a coherent sentence, and it's just a fumbling and stumbling around. And so the only point to asking the question is that perhaps it will get talked about later in the day. I'm just so tired. of You want to be hypocritical? Fine. But to do it to the benefit of the most tyrannical regimes that exist on the planet today? And this White House siding with that perspective. 
It's just when you look at the compare and contrast, you look at the people in this country that are voluntarily as billionaires, Elon Musk again, allowing technology to be used by the Ukrainians to protect themselves, Tim Cook doing the opposite, using it in order to help the communist Chinese crack down on innocent civilians, yet Tim Cook is the good guy while Elon Musk is the bad. Elon Musk is the one that celebrities are protesting. These left-wing humanitarians. Uh, it, it, is, it is as vile to me as the people who shoot the innocent citizens of China for protesting their freedom. Oh, but let's instead talk about the fact that Donald Trump had lunch with Kanye West. That's a much more important issue, isn't it? Your voice is needed. The American people have to pull their heads out of their keisters. Now more than ever. And start thinking like responsible Americans. Springfield's Talk. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast wind advisory until 1 today. Sunny, high of 66. Mostly clear 24 overnight, 42 tomorrow, and 47 on Thursday. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, uh, I'm going to do something a little different here for my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. Yesterday, they made a post on their social media saying that they are hiring. So if you are out there, they are looking for two skilled maintenance techs as well as two members for their environmental crew. So if you are looking for a job and you think that you fit that bill, highly recommend giving my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance a call. Now, of course, if you do find yourself in a situation where you do need uh, some home repairs or maintenance, Give them a call for that as well. Now, Beatles, they can do a variety of home repairs and maintenance for you. Of course, they can do a lot of those big name jobs like mold remediation, crawl space repairs, water restoration. But they can also help you out with some of those smaller everyday items that maybe you don't have time to do. Uh, Beatles can help you out with those as well. Now, you can find all of the contact information plus their phone number if you are interested in either home repairs or getting a job interview with them. You can find all of that at ksgf.com under the Sarah's endorsements tab uh you may have noticed i don't know if you've seen it or not because of course with the help of people like tim cook at apple there's a a lot of um, difficulty in getting information out about the crackdown on citizens in china and some though of what they're they're doing is you may see any footage that leaks out or photos of these protesters at, are showing blank sheets of white paper. And this has become a way for protesters to express their discontent uh, without any anti-government slogans. It's almost a let's go Brandon sort of deal um, where it was a way to, in a non-offensive way, translate something that was offensive to the power structure and this is somewhat similar um you know that hey there's nothing on this paper here that that we're not criticizing the government but everybody knows that that's the whole point of it so if you see uh some of these protesters as they're being beaten by the 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 government in china or hauled away to prison or, or death uh and they have that white paper that's what it is about here's what i would like to see all the talks about uh hauling in somebody like elon musk before congress and democrats have talked about that i think cook of apple should be hauled in 
I'd like to know how it is the decision is made to criticize and, and, and crack down on political discussion he doesn't like here in the United States, all in the name of some sort of uh, you know greater good, while at the same time helping the communist Chinese crack down on protesters in China. I'd be interested to know. I mean, if this is what we are deeming, I'm sorry, if, if Congress can have committee hearings on Taylor Swift tickets, if, if this is where we have gotten in our country today, if this is where we are, then I think that it would be worthwhile to find out why it is that Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, is siding with the communist Chinese and, and, and you know, how many people are going to be executed because of his efforts? How many people are going to be thrown into the concentration camps because of the help he's providing to the communist Chinese? Making the decision to block the ability of users of his products as CEO of that company in China to communicate with one another, to share files, to do the airdrop and so forth. They have utilized their ability to block these protesters from communicating with one another in this manner. I, it, these elites, these uh, this is I'm sorry, this is no different than people who conspired in, with the Nazis. Tim Cook is it, that sort of behavior is no different than people who didn't necessarily wear the Nazi uniform, did not necessarily push the people into the trains or into the ovens, but helped facilitate it, coordinated with the Nazis in order to help them be more effective and efficient at it. That's who Tim Cook is. And I challenge anyone to offer up an explanation as to how he's any different. But once again, oh no, Donald Trump had lunch with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Let's instead worry about that, because clearly that's much more dangerous to humanity. Former Vice President Mike Pence weighing in on this, saying yesterday on News Nations On Balance that Trump needs to apologize for having dinner with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Now, first off, again, I, I, I think that if you're going to measure the sort of person uh, that, uh, you know, in terms of actual treatment, meaningful treatment to humanity, uh, that someone is. I think Mike Pence is, is, by most measures, a good man. He's, I, I don't question his motives. But number one, I am so tired of people declaring that other people need to apologize. I, I, I'm just so exhausted of it. The constant demands or requests or suggestions, you need to apologize to this person, you need to apologize to that person, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, if a person apologizes because they are compelled to by public pressure, then it's meaningless anyway. It's like when I'm eight years old and I'm forced to apologize to my six-year-old brother because I clocked him. And I felt like I had no other choice, it was the best way to stay out of trouble. It holds just as much meaning. 
And the, the, the encouragement of empty promises, to me, devalues apologies. But secondly, and again, I you know this, it's anti-American to sit down with Kanye West. I keep hearing this anti-American. I hate to tell you this, but in reality, no, it's not. Part of the foundation of this country was the right for people to have absurd thoughts about people. Of course, you aren't allowed to carry them out if your thoughts you know, involve rounding people up and imprisoning them or throwing them into solitary confinement because you don't like their political beliefs or you don't like their religious beliefs or whatever it may be. But you can believe whatever you want, and you can talk about it. That is actually very American. It's kind of in one of the amendments of the Constitution. But here's another thing. I'm genuinely throwing this out there because Mike Pence is somebody who does not hide his faith. Do you think that Jesus... would say that somebody needs to apologize for sitting down and breaking bread with somebody else who's a sinner. Because this is, uh, the, the, this is the sin, right? That Kanye West is, is being sinful, that he is, he is uh, uh, saying things. He's not actually doing anything other than speaking words that we consider to be offensive. And so for that... Uh, Trump should have not sat down and broken bread with him. Is is that in line with Christ's teaching? The sinners of the world should not be met with. The sinners of the world, and, and incidentally, this evidently this whole meeting was because Kanye West wanted business advice. He didn't want any advice on dealing with anything other than you know business. And, and now, of course, he brought along these other people. So, but the point being here. Everyone's different. Everyone has a different perspective. But one of the things that I was always taught is that, you know, the first people Jesus sat down with were the sinners, those that were spurned by society, those that society kicked to the side and said, you're not worthy. Those that society ostracized because of their lifestyles or their beliefs. Christ was the first one to sit down, break bread with them. So I always find it interesting when simply sitting with someone, whatever the motive is, and having a conversation with someone, particularly from a Christian perspective, that they are supposed to apologize for that. And I don't, and I'm not saying I know the actual answer to this, but I think it's something worth thinking. Is that what Christ would do? Do you think Christ would have sat down with Kanye West? If he did, wouldn't necessarily talk about business, but I guarantee you this, he would certainly have, I, I believe, would have listened to anything Kanye said. He would have let him spoke. Springfield's Talk 1041, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. Message noting, seems to me 
The aid to the Communist Chinese Party and the suppression of political dissent here, exactly the same. I noted this earlier. While the approach, the management of the people might be different, we don't have the crackdown on the streets in the same way that you see in China, but the suppression of people's right to express their ideas, their thoughts, it's the same approach. Shut them up one way or another. And and the rationale is always the same. Well, I mean, this isn't for, you know, this is, of course, we respect the right of people to say things, but, you know, there are consequences. Uh, This category of speech doesn't count. This category of speech over here doesn't count. You know, if you allow people to freely speak their, their thoughts, all sorts of dangerous things can happen. I mean, you're going to allow Nazis to say things and white supremacists to say things. So, so therefore, uh, we are justified. Yeah, listen, the reason for violating people's human rights, they're always the same. They're always the same. It is a, quote, danger, we're told, to society. It's the one consistency that you find when it comes to all tyrants, all authoritarian regimes, all dictatorships. See, all the crackdown, it's good for the citizens. It's good for you. We're doing this for you, to protect you. Whether it's Saddam Hussein, Hitler, Kim Jong-un, Maduro, Xi of China, Putin, Biden, Tim Cook, you know, I mean, you name them. Their reason for violating your human rights, their reason for ostracizing you from society, their rationale for saying who gets to speak, who doesn't get to speak, is always based on protecting you. I think that that should be considered a clue to us as human beings. There's a story, and this is just so perfect. It's somewhat in this the context here of the totalitarian perspective. It has nothing to do with equality, nothing to do with freedom, nothing to do with fairness whenever the left portrays themselves in a certain way. And so there's this story, LGBTQ Nation. Gay and black waiters told to serve Confederate Party, they noped out. A gay TikToker named Connor speaking out against his former employer at Texas restaurant that asked both him and a black employee to serve a Confederate group. Last week, Connor posted a seven-second video that said, when your ex-job tried to put the only gay server and the only black server on a Confederate party. The video shows a room with a Confederate flag and a piece of paper identifying the group as the Sons of Confederate Veterans whose website says it's dedicated to preserving the history and legacy of the heroes who fought for the South in what it calls the Second American Revolution. The video has since reached 1.5 million views. Oh, so we are allowed to deny service to people based on their beliefs and lifestyles. I'm sorry, I thought we lived in a country where you had bakers and photographers and website designers and florists who were constantly being drug into court because they said, listen, we don't serve, our, we don't provide our services to people whose lifestyles conflict with ours. But we're told you're not allowed to do that. The media, 
the left, the Democrats tell us you can't do that. That's discrimination. Right? In a free country, you should be able to get any service that anyone else gets. But, of course, that's not true from the perspective of the left. Here is a scenario where individuals come in and they disagree with their lifestyle and their belief system. And so not only do they have the right to refuse service, but they're virtuous for it. They're TikTok stars for it. They're heroes for it that should all be applauded. Do you see how hypocritical, how dishonest they are with their positions? At some point... I believe the left is going to evolve to where they no longer even try to portray what they're doing as doing for good, but just because we said so. Because right now when it comes to that particular issue and, uh, you know, uh, well, somebody shouldn't have the right to deny me service because of who I am, that is presented as uh, some sort of moral... Uh, stance and and virtuous, but I, I th- you know that obviously conflicts with the fact that well they do believe you should be able to deny people service as long as it's them, as long as it is somebody whose lifestyle conflicts with their beliefs, and eventually like the portrayal that they supported freedom of speech and all of these other things they have now pretty much acknowledged that they don't support these things. I believe that many of these positions that they take, particularly when it comes to this portrayal of defending uh, the ability of anyone to be served anywhere they go without discrimination, that they too will stop pretending that's what it's about, and they will just pretty much stop explaining it and just saying, because I said so like they do with so many other positions that they take. Springfield's Talk 1041, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. I've mentioned in the past, a lot of you may have friends that uh, do real estate and they utilize social media to show homes, and that's pretty much what they do, you know. Anytime you see any posting in your feed, it is because they are listing a new home. One of the things that I I really like about Emily Johnson and House Theory Realty and why I recommend that you follow her on social media is that I'm not done an official figuring, but at least from what I see, the majority of her postings are, you know, just sort of tips and helpful hints, life hacks, if you will. Her latest is uh, how to not smell like chili. Uh, when you're getting ready to do a showing. And so, you know, those are the sorts of helpful videos. And as homeowners, you know, some are fun like that. Uh, but uh, others, like as homeowners, winterizing your home, she does, of course, have listings as well. So the point being is I recommend that you follow her because although you may not be looking to sell your home now or buy a new home now, you might in the future or have someone in your life that does need that help and you'll have her right there at your disposal. But she offers all sorts of other entertaining and helpful hints, uh, even to those folks who aren't necessarily looking to buy or sell a home. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. (laughs) This railroad strike situation is just so typical of the Biden administration. Yet another success that actually is a failure. 
It's like the border is secure. The Afghanistan withdrawal was incredible. Total success. And it was mid-September. Oh, the media got to hail Biden as averting a massive disaster. The master that he is, Biden managed to avert a strike that could have had devastating effects on the U.S. economy. Oh, and right before the midterm elections, of course, the elections come and go, and oopsie-daisies, looks like there wasn't that saving moment after all. In fact, while the White House is officially claiming that Biden's been working directly with these folks, Biden's like, no, I haven't. (laughs) There's always something for everyone, isn't there? Now the White House, the Biden administration, is like, well, you guys fix it. Saying now that, well, Congress, well, you guys, why don't you guys fix this? It's, you know, another tremendous success. Because that, of course, is how you define success, is something that doesn't actually get fixed, and then you have to rely on somebody else to try to fix it. Sort of like relying on the Saudis for oil, or the Venezuelans for oil. The brilliant success of, of the Biden administ- or, um, environmental and, and energy policies requires us to go ask somebody to bail us out. And so now the success of Biden averting this railroad strike requires Congress to step in and fix it. And because Biden always manages to outdo himself, back in 1992, when he was a U.S. senator, He was one of only six that voted against Congress intervening because he claimed that Congress should not do such a thing. This final vote in the upper chamber back in 1992 is the last time that Congress was forced to act in order to end a labor dispute. 87 in favor, six against, including then-Senator Joe Biden, while seven senators did not even vote on the measure. As the question on the president's flip-flopping position on the matter was presented, quote, Biden was one of six senators, only six, to say that Congress should not intervene, that it's a dynamic that favors the railroads against the interest of the workers, and that is why he would not uh, seek congressional intervention. So Biden, the working man's president, The guy who, you know, is a lunch, lunch pail Joe. Once refused or voted against Congress intervening in a strike between the railroads and the workers because he said that that was harmful to the workers. And so Congress should not do that. And here, what's he doing? Telling Congress to do just that. <laughs> I, it, it's just... Classic Biden. 